you guys are having a great Thursday. Um, we will start in a minute or two as more people come on in. All right, let's go ahead and get started with our updates. Um, one big uh, milestone we hit was 1 million NFTs minted on Stargaze. Um, and uh, also something that everyone's been waiting for, Interchain NFTs are now one step away. There is a Commonwealth uh, prop right now uh, made by ARC um, to deploy the contracts. Um, if you're curious what we've been up to and you've been missing all of these spaces, there is a, a summer update post uh, on our mirror, what we've been doing kind of the last two months, uh, go and have a look. It's chock full of pretty much everything you would see here and read in our Twitter updates. Um, we do also have the IBC Minter fees in governance uh, today. Uh, it ends today. And after that, uh, the IBC Minter will be deployed. Um, the Osmo in the community pool has also been liquid staked through Stride and returned back to the community pool. Um, I think we ended up with uh, about 231,000 uh, staked Osmo roughly. Uh, also, the squids, um, one click, one click buys from Ethereum to Stars will be live today. Uh, we're a squid router, so that's pretty exciting. It'll make onboarding a whole lot easier for people from EVM world to Stargaze. Uh, and now I'd like to go and introduce our um, projects launching tomorrow. Uh, let's go and hear from uh, Synesthesia first. Um, hello, Synesthesia. How's everyone? Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you very well. Good stuff. Yeah, I was a bit nervous. It wouldn't work. First places where I'm probably talking, I think. So, um, yeah, nice to be here. Thanks. Uh, first off, uh, I'd like to, uh, for people who don't know, um, you are Heisenberg or the Heisenberg. Uh, we see you online all the time. This is your first project. Yeah, that's um, really excited to, to chat with you. Um, so I guess if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself first and how you got involved with Stargaze and your background in photography. Yeah, sure. So, um, sure. I managed to get into the Cosmos, Cosmos ecosystem sort of fairly early. I think it was actually first browsing the website. Um, and I just thought, you know what, this is still very sort of newbie days. And I thought, well, you know, that looks like an alternative and everything seems pretty polished. But uh, yeah, long story short, hopped into the Cosmos ecosystem. Um, and then, yeah, along came along stars and uh, been there since day one, you know, since the airdrop. Um, and it's actually been brilliant experience, a lot big learning curve. I mean, I knew absolutely nothing about NFTs. So, um, but uh, yeah, it's been great. Met a lot of fantastic people, and uh, yeah, uh, looking forward to what's what's coming. It's, I think Stargaz is going to actually going to be quite massive. So it's exciting times, and I'm glad to be there from the beginning. I mean, minting bad kids for a hundred stars can't complain. Yeah, no, that was a that, that was a great deal you got there, and only yeah. the people from the the very start of Stargaze were able to uh, to be involved with that. Exactly, yeah. And then uh, from a photography perspective, you probably started like about eight years ago. I sort of bought my very first little bridge camera. You know, the quality wasn't excellent, but uh, I had a sort of always had an interest in in taking photos. And uh, yeah, when I was trying to sort of edit them, sort of make them up more high res, and you know, have a just trying to sort of polish them up, I just realized the quality wasn't good enough. So yeah, I made the stepping stones into sort of DSLRs. And um, probably for the last six years, yeah, I've been quite into it, sort of hobbyist. So it's not like a daily event, but more so, you know, when I'm popping out wherever I go on uh, vacations and stuff like it. And yeah, very much into wildlife, nature photography. Um, that's my primary thing. Uh, I've just, you know, find being around in nature as well as taking photos. You know, it's just very soothing. It allows you to be by yourself with your own thoughts, you know, which I think is quite important. And um, yeah, so I thought it's it's kind of time. A lot of people have, have commented on images and say, I should get them out there. And I thought, you know, what better place than Stargaze? 
um, you know, there's obviously sites overseas and internationally and so on and so forth where you can put your, uh, your photographs up for sale. But um, what better than a great community, lots of friends. Um, you've got immediate feedback. Uh, you can also determine what people like or don't like. So I think this is an absolutely perfect platform. And uh, considering that, you know, the, as yet, and hopefully there will be more, but uh, yeah, not a lot of photographers about in terms of NFTs. So I thought, you know, well, let's, let's sort of get the boat rolling with one extra person and see how it goes. Yeah, I know. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that this is going to be the start to uh, multiple Synesthesia or Heisenberg uh, collections. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So Synesthesia, this is my sort of my litmus test. It's just sort of putting it out there, like getting in people an idea of, you know, what my photo looks like, so to speak. And then, yeah, I've got plans down the line. I've probably a lot more wildlife photography, but it'll be a mix. There'll be different genres. It'll also be nature, um, probably quite a bit of abstract photography. Uh, as well and then even down the line just from a fun aspect i might sort of um, dabble with some digital art um, maybe some generative stuff um so on and so forth so yeah i've got quite a bit of plans um it's just got to tackle it in between you know the normal nine to five work days uh, as you can tell my husband account's always busy i'm always promoting other projects and just having fun making videos for them so this is a little thing on the side so to speak but yeah i'd like to get a lot more into it and you know, if I'm hoping that people like my images and that's what it's all about. If you like something and it resonates with you, all the better. And um, I've tried to make the the file size sort of relatively large too. So, you know, people should be able to, you know, put up a decent print of it, whether it's, you know, framed or digitally framed. And, you know, if, if someone buys it just for that, seriously, it's made my day. You know, it's all about getting art out there and, you know, fellow people who appreciate it. So, yeah, very exciting. Yeah. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about this uh, specific uh, image and how you chose it to be your your first um, your first appointment? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> well, I've always loved elephants, elephant, elephants. Sorry, excuse me. I've always loved elephants. So they just got such an imposing presence, but they're also, you know, really just to put a cliched phrase, gentle giants. Um, absolutely intrigued by them. And this specific case, you know, was a special day. I was actually staying at a private game lodge and uh, it's very rare for not many guests to be there. Um, and on that specific day, I was just me and the game, sort of the game runger. We went for an early morning drive. Um, we managed to see not a single elephant probably for about an hour. And we managed to eventually track them down. And this specific one, I think his name is Rambo, which they've nicknamed him, um, just, you know, started coming up from a distance, uh, just stopped, stared at us, very, very calm. And there was no one else about, no one talking, no one taking photographs, you know, except for me after enjoying it. And... I just thought it was quite an imposing image and also with the um you know with the sort of the tusk trade and the ivory trade which is you know it's it's quite something they've also got 24-hour anti-poaching units there so you know from a number of aspects just the image wise how imposing it is and you know the sort of how threatened threatened they are with regards to poaching i just thought it was all in all quite a wholesome and uh also a, a, sort of emotional image to put up, you know, if, if someone resonates with that way, especially when it comes to, you know, African wildlife. So I thought I'd start with that one. Um, and uh, when, when exactly did you take this image? Uh, this was taken probably two years ago um, at uh, sort of a nature, a private game lodge run about, I think it was about a hundred, well, I'm trying to convert that into miles now. I would guess probably about 180 miles away from me. Um, so yeah, two years old, um, and I'm sitting on quite a few images, which you know I really like, but I haven't actually put them out there. So I've I've got a nice little sort of wildlife collection, which you know will come in due course, um, whether it be an open edition or or uh, live auctions. I've just got to determine that on the fly. But um, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I, I don't know. You you probably are aware that uh, I think Wild Developer was the first one to to do a little uh, a wildlife photography collection. I think sometime last year. And yeah, yeah. No, I remember that, yeah, and Pajan and all of them. So, you know, I obviously had an eye on them when they come up, and I think, you know, oof, photography. So, um, yeah, I thought, no, this is perfect. Slogo is the perfect place. So that's why I created my other account because my, my one's super busy just with retweeting and stuff like that. So this is more dedicated. Um, it won't be super busy, but, you know, it'll be engaging, and, you know, I'll, I'll put up images and polls and see what people may like or want. So, you know, I'm going to try and engage with the community, you know, as much as I can. And then, you know, maybe at some time also, maybe a little Discord, I'll, I'll open that up too, you know, just trying to juggle everything. But uh, I've got my foot in the door, so to speak. So, yeah, very happy and very excited. Yeah, it, it is really exciting to, you know, to see someone who's so active and who helps other projects and, you know, as an avid collector to come and create their 
their own collection, basically like create a brand, a, co- a brand of collection on here. It's um, very exciting and very commendable. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, do you, um, are there any uh, other photographers or wildlife photographers that you um, look towards or you're inspired by? Um, ironically, it's not really a wildlife, wildlife photographer. Um, there are many which are which I enjoy, but the one guy I really enjoy, and he's from a portrait photography perspective, ironically, as uh, his name's Lee Jeffries. Um, yeah, if you look up his work, it's just I find it very, very haunting. So I'm quite into portrait photography as well. Um, you know, I, I'm not a very uh, self-confident person, but I have a lot of people ask me, and I do some portraits for free, and I've got very good feedback. So I looked a lot at his work um and just the style and it's something i'd actually like to replicate at some stage too so from a single individual um it's it's actually not wildlife it's a portrait photographer you take some of homeless people people on skid row um yeah like i said very haunting images so that resonates with you quite a bit i like images where you know it stirs you you know you get you feel something visceral from them right right yeah you're you're able to actually take take something away not just a general street photography image (laughs) exactly yeah um awesome um um let's go in here from uh ghost friends right now hey can everyone hear me hey we can hear you loud and clear welcome thank you thank you this is uh fn ghost you can call me ghost or fn or just that guy i don't care but uh thank you so much for having us on today uh very excited to uh get to talk to everyone yeah, excited to talk to you too. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your journey to Stargaze and uh, some background about this project? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the journey with Stargaze actually started out post Terra collapse. Uh, I was a very dedicated uh, lunatic, as I'm sure quite a few others in here uh, may have been at the time. But, anyways, you know, it, it all fell apart and out of the ashes of that came Kujira. Uh, I had quite a bit of uh, fellow lunatics who uh, wanted to get together and, and do something fun and exciting. And so we formed uh, Kuji Dao, which is one of the validators on uh, the Gujira blockchain. And from there, you know, uh, we ended up getting, I think it was Shrimp Gang was actually the first Kujira based NFT that ended up launching. If not, then it was Kujirans. I, I apologize to whichever one I'm messing up on. But regardless, uh, I believe it was Shrimp Gang. I, I ended up minting some uh, shrimp gang i'd never been to stargaze before and i thought it was just a really cool uh concept to have you know a whole app chain dedicated to uh to an nft marketplace um then i i found a few other nft projects that i really resonated with and you know throughout that time i, I started to think about what could be done uh with with some nfts and so i decided to move ahead uh not too far after and, and begin uh, ghost friends which was the first collection uh that we made with ghosts in the chain and uh you know ghost friends was was really well received both by the kujira and the stargaze community uh, we've met a lot of really great people through that, acquired a lot of really awesome friends along the way, I've, you know, gotten to connect with a lot of other projects such as ONFT uh, with, you know, Wolfman, I see you out there, buddy. Uh, Homestead, he's here as well. So, you know, all Keeks, I see Keeks in here from Kujirans. So, you know, it, it's been such a great, amazing experience to uh, to get to connect and communicate and coordinate with, you know, some of these other projects. And uh, so we we kind of move forward. We, we launched Ghost Friends. We uh, minted out in about a week and a half with that, without, uh, too much advertising, I'd say. I mean, we tried to get the word around, but nothing crazy. And uh, it, it's been great ever since. Uh, we have some utility uh, involving DeFi. We, we put up a poll every four weeks for uh, Ghost Friends holders to be able to vote on the direction of the rewards allocation. Uh, we set aside, you know, over 75% of the mint from Ghost Friends to uh, kind of launch a, a cool DeFi utility initiative uh, that could reward holders, grow a backed value, which uh, is held in Kuji, the native staking token for uh, Kujira chain. Um, and then, you know, we reward some stars every week as well. 
compound some of it. And we were even doing a buyback and burn at different points. So we're just experimenting, seeing what, you know, the community, what the holders want and letting them cast a vote every four weeks to choose that direction. And uh, now looking towards moving uh, Ghost Friends, the first collection into a DAO structure. So more on that. I, I know that's not what this is about. But anyways, that's how I came to Stargaze. I, you know, I've absolutely fallen in love with the chain the community and uh you know so so happy and appreciative to be here oh i know thank you very much no this is this is definitely you know your your chance to talk about the projects so if you want to talk about the new dowry restructuring um i i know these are supposed to be a membership pass right and so um feel free to expand on that yeah so um i'll, I'll just make sure that I, i'm clear with uh, my wording on here so ghost friends was was the genesis collection uh the new collection is ghost friends pixel club um so it's an entirely different collection it's a whole different outlook on everything um it's an extension to the ghost in the chain family so to speak so this is our our second collection where ghost friends the genesis collection which is going to that dow structure you know that's focused more on the uh DeFi yield possibilities and opportunities in that aspect whereas ghost friends pixel club is much more concerned with uh the art community engagement and the friends aspect uh, about growing that uh, friend network, having uh, a great place for anyone from any chain in Cosmos or EVM, you know, if they want to port over, uh, then, you know, having a place where we can all get together, have some fun. Uh, you know, we plan on having some different cool opportunities that, that we can present to holders. Uh, we don't want to stick to a set utility for this collection um, because, you know, realistically, it just leaves so much more room to, to run with uh, and to be able to change and, and pivot to do something else that's interesting and maybe, you know, surprise holders with something uh, random from time to time. So, you know, we're trying to leave it kind of open for this collection where every holder will uh, have access to a special Ghost Friends Pixel Club uh, room that we have on our Discord. And we plan on doing a lot of fun things, but really just having it be a place for uh, all, as we say in the description, a, a place where all the lost souls of Cosmos can, can come together and be friends, have a place where we can talk about anything and everything from smoking weed to playing with nunchucks to what's going on in crypto to what's going on in regular life. You know, uh, we just want it to be an awesome place where any holder can come in, have a great time and, uh, and really coordinate and make some new friends. Really? You know, crypto is, is sometimes a place where some chains are completely dead on the, on the community aspect. And it's very refreshing to see with stargaze, with NFTs, I guess, in general, you know, the amount of community engagement that is there and people that want to connect with with others. And we personally believe that a lot of the future is going to be those NFT communities being, you know, the go to place to hang out like, hey, it's Friday night. We're having a digital rave over in the Ghost Friends Pixel Club or, you know, have different uh, online events and you know things of that nature and just have a great time yeah that sounds like a, a super fun project um I, I settle on ghosts to be the the character is it also play on like ghost in the shell so it, it's funny that you ask that uh ghost in the shell uh, i had heard of it before but i hadn't even really connected the two when i when i picked out the name on it i just thought you know ghosts in the chain were ghosts on the blockchain so i, I thought it was a, a cool little name and the acronym gitsy i i thought was pretty cool and catchy so we just went with it uh with that said i i like the occasional anime i have nothing against ghosts in the shell or you know some other cool animes out there awkward silence Okay, guys, I think my my other Twitter account somehow got messed up. Can you guys hear me from here? Hello? I can hear you loud and clear. I can hear you. Yeah, okay, we, we lost yeah. you for a minute there. Something something happened. Yeah, it's always some kind of Twitter issue these days. Um, but uh, I, I think last thing I, I remember you uh, you saying was that you were not aware of Ghost in the Shell. Um, that I aware of ghosts in the shell but not intentionally uh playing off of the name <laughs> right yeah so um so the goats ghosts were just something fun to do is like a fun character you guys kind of came up with 
Yeah. So, I mean, it, it actually kind of goes a little personal for me. I mean, uh, myself, I, I'm the uh, primary artist on on everything that we've released so far. And, uh, you know, a, a ghost to me is uh, it kind of has almost an emotional connection. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and give a sob story, but I was that quiet kid in the back of the classroom that, you know, kind of kept to himself and kind of felt like a ghost a lot of his life, just kind of sitting in the background and observing. So it's, uh, you know, kind of almost an emotional play for me, uh, you know, being able to get together a whole bunch of people that may have struggled having that uh that connection with people over the years and we all somehow ended up in crypto and uh there's you know obviously some similarities and differences between all of us but uh have have a cool place where we can anonymously be ghosts together nice beautiful um and um do you have any advice on how to be successful as a project here because this is your your second project now right Yes. Yep. So this is uh, the second project, uh, Ghost Friends, the Genesis Collection, and now Ghost Friends Pixel Club. Um, so, I mean, I, I guess my best advice is, you know, uh, under under promise, over deliver whenever you can. Uh, follow through with what you say you're going to follow through. Be genuine. And, you know, it, it's so easy to to fake people that that aren't being genuine, that are just out there for the the, the quick grab or, you know, or just trying to be someone that they're, they're really not. Um, so, you know, that, that's one of my biggest things is put your heart into it. Don't just make an NFT for the sake of making an NFT, uh, make something that can speak, at least resonate with you, um, yourself. And chances are, if you make something that can at least relate or resonate with you, there's going to be someone out there that's going to want to mint it because it'll probably speak to them as well. That I, I guess that's probably the best advice that I could give. Uh, great advice. Um, also right now, if there's anyone who has any questions or comments, uh for for the ghosts office synesthesia please uh, request to speak and uh, we'll get you up uh synesthesia i guess a similar question for you as well you've been around since the very beginning what have you seen uh artists uh, creators do to to be successful and like what would you have any advice for them well there's kind of a two parts to it um i'll just use bad because as one example um um, and also ATF. So um, some projects that sort of don't promise anything, so to speak, you know, they just, people like it for their art. And so is that the community bonds, they gel, um, you know, they create viral tweets over it, so on and so forth. Uh, projects that don't sort of promise anything, um, I'm kind of, you know, quite into. Um, and then from the other aspects, it's, it's just really just um, keeping up the comms. Um, there's always in the Discord, you just got to make sure that, you know, you get along with everyone, uh, as as Ghost said. Don't uh, overpromise, rather underliver. Um, yeah, it's it's there's so many different varying factors to it. But the main thing is the community. You know, you this you've just got to you've got to make sure the community bonds. You don't have to tweet every single day. You know, just put out a tweet now and again. You don't have to remain completely silent for quite a long time. You know, even in Discord, I think that's quite important. You know, even just a good morning once a day, uh, just to let people know that there's a pulse there. Um, but yeah, community, 100%, that's it. And just, you know, market it, put it out there. Um, it doesn't have to be super regularly, but I think that's the key, community 101, uh, that's it. Yeah, and on the same boat, on, on kind of on the on the same note, uh, the collaborations are, are really important. Like, I mean, Stargaze and Kajira have a little bit of, uh, of a romance going on there, right? Um, yeah. And, and I'm sure that's helped a lot of the, the Kajirian projects here as well. Um, I don't know if you have any comment on that, Ghosts. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't speak, obviously, for the uh, Kujira community at large, uh, and I'm, I'm not part of the Kujira team, just lucky enough to be part of uh, a validator. But, uh, you know, with that said, um, you know, I, I completely believe there's a really large synergy between uh, Kujira and, and Stargaze, um, especially as Kujira grows itself. Uh, you know, I know there's at, at least two upcoming uh, collections that'll be coming over, launching on Stargaze, but are more Kujira based NFT projects. And I, I think that 
you know, it's kind of that we're stronger together piece of, uh, you know, if you can get community members to engage on the Kujira chain, and then those same community members are engaging on the Stargaze chain, we're making more friends, we're making more collaborations happen. And altogether, it's just going to make both chains so much stronger in the end. I mean, me, me just personally, I mean, Stargaze and Kujira are, are easily my uh, two uh, chains that, that I'm just completely infatuated with. Uh, there's nowhere else other than the the two of those chains that really intrigue me. And now that we're seeing that kind of synergy happen between the two chains, I think that it's going to be extremely beneficial for, for both, um, both of those respective chains on there. And that's really, um, I'll just go a little bit deeper for anyone who doesn't know with, uh, you know, ghost friends, the Genesis collection. Um, I, we really tried to make it so that, it was, it helped create that synergy a little bit in a very small, small manner. Um, but we're very much so involved with Kujira and Stargaze and our holders are such a great showing of, of that crossover. And I know for a fact, you know, numerous Ghost Friends holders that were on Stargaze that never had used Kujira um, started giving it a, a shot and and looking at uh, looking at the different opportunities on Kujira and vice versa. A lot of Kujirans that had not explored Stargaze uh, started to take a look more at Stargaze and are now more actively involved. So I think the more that we can do to promote that cross collaboration between the two chains, it's only going to to strengthen uh, both. Yeah. Uh, also, I want to mention. I think that we uh, we got our first uh, native USDC from uh, from Kajira. Like it was a tiny, tiny amount, but uh, but we got it. Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, last I checked, I don't know where we're at now, but uh, last I checked, it was upwards of like three hundred thousand native USDC on Kujira chain. Uh, they were really. You know, they're really the only place to, to get USDC in large quantity. Um, well, $300,000 worth, lar large enough quantity um, of native USDC at the moment. Yeah, very impressive. Sinistadria, uh, uh, um, similar to you, like, do you um, envision working with the other creators on collaborations for your work? I know photography is like a, a, little, a little bit different in that sense, but... Um, uh, how do you envision collaborating um, in the future for your work? Um, to be honest, actually, I haven't really, the, the thought really hasn't really crossed my mind at the moment, you know, just with, you know, sort of starting out, just kind of find my way, sort of feel about what images resonate with people, um, perhaps the digital art aspect of it as I sort of um, dabble with that, that might resonate more with people too. So I might find that sort of separate communities, so to speak, for those. So I think as as it progresses and hopefully it progresses, you know, pretty well, then I'll definitely look at um, I'll definitely look at that option. Uh, no two ways about it. So um, still early days, but uh, nothing's nothing's off the list at all. Very excited to see what you know the future brings. I mean, sometimes you can't actually tell what's going to happen, which is which is quite um, quite nerve wracking at the same time. But um, yeah, I'm super stoked there. Eh? Yeah, and. Um... Were there any challenges or you know issues you faced going from being a being an active collector to you know creating your first project? Um, not really. Um, the Stargaze team was super super helpful in, in the chats. Um, the Stargaze testnet is very easy to use. You know, look I've, before I even ask questions, I normally try and I've always been like that. I try and follow the documentation first and give it a go, but. Um, yeah, the testnet's very, very smooth. Um, Graphene and um, uh, Bonsai have been very, very helpful with uh, me and Ghost and, um, you know, answered numerous questions. And uh, no, it's, it's actually was a very smooth experience. And now that they have, you know, the sort of the open edition and live auctions, it's opened up a lot more avenues where you don't have to just sit with sort of a rarity driven collection per se. So now that it's sort of more bespoke, um, it allows for a lot more options. So um, yeah, very impressive and, and glad to be using it. Yeah, and so, and our um, our uh, Infinity Swap will be coming out soon, so that'll be like another another fun thing you guys can play with. Um, I know that we had a uh, we had one one person come up, um, but if there's anybody else who's interested in 
uh, asking a question or making a comment for for the ghosts, Anastasia or Stargaze, please pop up. Uh, you can also ask your question um, by replying to this uh, thread, and uh, we'll we'll get you guys answered in there. Um, Ghost, you were also the the artist for this, right? Um, when did you start doing art? This is a this is a pixel collection, right? Um, is this your first pixel project? Hey, so uh, great question. I, and to answer the first part, you asked when I first started doing art. Um, I, I actually much before uh, I started into digital art. I've been a musician for most of my life. Uh, gotten to play a lot of amazing shows and, you know, and have some great, amazing times. Um, hung around a lot of painters and folks who like to do anything from glass blowing to drawing. Uh, just, you know, really art focused most of my life. With that said, I, I had never done digital art prior to Ghost Friends, uh, the Genesis collection that we had done. Um, so it, it was something really new and, and exciting. Um, I had the idea for the NFT nomics, if you will, uh, the initial NFT nomics uh, before I had the idea for the collection itself. And I, I just thought, you know, this would be so much fun to try to incorporate art that you know, had some sort of a, a pegged value that uh, holders could redeem for and kind of gamify something where, you know, people could potentially arbitrage uh, between a backed value and a floor price and, you know, create some really just interesting opportunities in, in the future. Um, so I, I put it together and I grabbed out my iPad. I downloaded Procreate, which is just a fantastic program uh there's so much capability within it for for what you pay for it and i just spent countless hours trying new things and you know trying to figure out how to make everything work and eventually i ended up with a very sloppy base character and uh, i just started kind of revising it slowly and and i got it to my base character that that we ended up going with and just slowly over months uh you know built out the the collection i i got ideas from looking at other nft collections but i tried to make sure that everything was you know original um and not just a ripoff of of some other collection so i mean for for me it was really a a learning curve and just such a creative process i mean i'm sure someone could have done it in a, a quarter of the time that has experience with it um compared to the amount of time that i spent on the, the artwork for the initial collection but it really made it that much more special to me in you know seeing uh just trial and error it, it was just such an experience and now moving into uh, ghost friends pixel club uh it's my first collection that i've i've ever released uh as far as pixel artwork goes uh as soon as i i got the procreate software i started dabbling with the pixel art uh, brushes and different settings that you can utilize to to help uh, foster it on there um, which actually gives some really great options because you can shade um not not shade but you can uh control the opacity of the pixel within uh procreate so that actually opened up some extra options that i didn't see available on other programs i was looking at uh to make things be transparent and and still be able to blend in with other pixels behind it, it was pretty cool but anyways um so you know after ghost friends i immediately started work on a couple of different style pixel characters for for ghost friends pixel club and i put those out to uh ghost friends holders uh, once I felt comfortable re releasing them uh, and we took a vote and, and decided to go with the base character that uh, everyone will, will be seeing once uh, the collection launches. And I just, you know, again, have, have spent a couple of months here now uh, with any spare moment that I get in this crazy thing that we all call life, uh, just working on the collection and trying to make it fun and, and unique and something that people haven't really seen and it's definitely in my own kind of my own style um I, I haven't personally seen i've seen ghost collections out there a few pixel ghost collections but i feel like ours is 
pretty unique, maybe not as, I, I don't know, not as professional as others, but certainly unique from what else you'll see around. Um, I know there are a lot of NFT collections out there on other chains that I've seen that are basically copy pasta of uh, other collections that are all over different chains. And that's not really what my intent will ever be with any art that I release. Um, same thing with my musical career. I, I've only done original music. It's just part of kind of being an artist, I guess, uh, and, and wanting to put a little bit of yourself and everything that you do. Um, so many of the traits that are in Ghost Friends Pixel Club have a lot of resonance with my own life, uh, such as bags of medicine, uh, cough, cough, weed, um, joints, cigarettes, coffee, uh, nunchucks, shooting guns, backpacking, you know, things of that nature. Those are all things that I actually like to do in, in my real life. So I built a lot of the traits around around those things. And I uh, just thought it would be kind of fun to insert a little bit of myself into the collection. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So it's uh, it's a little bit uh, like a reflection of you and your personality. Uh, I do think it's the, it's really cool as well that you are experiencing other forms of art. Um, is that something we could maybe expect? Would you drop a song or an album or something on Stargazer? Yeah, so I'm actively working. Uh, as much as I, I love Ghosts in the Chain and I'll always be a part of it, it's, it's my baby, but I am starting to branch out a little bit into just fn ghost personal kind of pieces and and collections um i did one um one open edition already dubbed charlie the cheeseburger um if there's anyone out there with a charlie the cheeseburger you are on the white list for ghost friends pixel club <laughs> but uh anyways you know charlie the cheeseburger uh he was a really fun pixel art piece um of this cheeseburger that just gained uh, consciousness and became sentient really. And it's, uh, me voiceovering, you know, Charlie, uh, experiencing his first moments of really awakening a as a person. Um, so it's kind of fun and quirky. Some people think it's really, really creepy and that's okay because, uh, you know, I I've gotten a lot of reactions from different people on it and, uh, that's, that's part of art. Um, so, you know, that was a lot of fun. I am looking at doing some, a little bit more serious, I, I guess you would say pieces. Um, so I have one piece called the edge of infinity, uh, that does have an original music piece that uh, I composed and recorded. Um, so that's more of a, it, it's a charcoal, basically a more or less a, a charcoal brush uh that i used digital uh, but a digital charcoal brush set that i used to create this scene and uh so that that'll have the original music and plan on releasing that as an open edition um or potentially as a one one of one i'm not sure yet i'm still contemplating that but i have a few other pieces that i've been working on uh, that are in kind of that same charcoal style that will also have original music that was composed uh in the same time frame so it's going to almost kind of be uh, a collection unto itself of, you know, there'll be five music tracks and there'll be five different pieces of, of art and together they'll make an instrumental EP. Um, if you're a music fan, you'll know what an EP is. It's just a, a short album, basically, typically three to five songs. Um, this will end up being a five song throughout the entire collection. And, you know, af after that, I, I plan on working on some new music, uh, probably in a 100% completely, totally different style. And I might throw some vocals in, into those ones. I'm, uh, I'm working on some stuff now and just seeing what happens. Very cool. Yeah, so there's a, there's a lot coming from you soon. Um, uh, Synesthesia, um, when, uh, where next, I guess, is, is a question for you. As in where, like, where would you like to go photograph um, other wildlife or other nature next? Well, um, I really don't have any personal preferences. It's basically what I decide on the day. You know, like this morning, I just popped up to a local nature reserve of, you know, off, on vacation from work for a couple of days. So it was completely super random. Took a couple of pictures there. Um, but ideally next year, I'd like to get back to, to the private game lodge. Um, I normally go there once a year, past years, and, you know, with COVID and stuff like that, it's been a bit difficult to get out there. Um, but, yeah, next year, 
Um, I knew, normally do it annually, so that's that's my big trip that I'd, I'd love to get planned and uh, yeah, maybe for like three or four days. And yeah, I'm absolutely my element. Early morning game drives, just nature and wildlife and a camera. You know, happy as a pig, and you know what? So yeah, really looking forward to that. <laughs> um, do you have any um, uh, any preference or comment on shooting on film versus digital? Um, I actually like both. I'm primarily digital, um, not sort of like the sort of the old school in terms of the film, but I love analog and film photography. Um, you know, it obviously depends on different tastes, but again, they can convey so many different images. I mean, like the film can come across as very sort of nostalgic and vintage, which I love as well. Um, but from from my side, it's purely digital. And then, you know, if I look to do some sort of ab- abstract or film like, then I can always, you know, I compose that in, in either Photoshop or, you know, use various programs to get something that, that sort of relates to me and gives me a certain vibe that I wanted to, to sort of um, sort of exude, if I can use that term. So I play around a lot, uh, you know, sort of after the after the fact in Lightroom and, and stuff like that. So digital is 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 my way personally. Yeah, no, I, I feel that I shoot a lot of digital, um, but I've I've back in the day I've shot like sixteen millimeter like motion picture, and recently I wanted to try medium format uh, film photography. I've never done yeah. it myself before, but. Uh, uh, I think I'd like the like the process of it a lot. That's the thing, yeah. It's very tactile. It's very personal, and also, you know, like also with film. I mean, you, you know, you've got, for example, you've got like twenty shots, and, and that's it. You know, you've got to make a count. So you've got to like think a little bit more. With digital, it's easy just to you know, I'll take a hundred shots, whatever the case is. You know, if you're not really you know into composing or you know just a sort of a happy snapper. But um, I'm very in awe of people who you know do film photography and stuff like that. But also from a, a time investment perspective, you know, I'm on the go all the time, uh, just trying to keep up with everything Stargaze and Cosmos related and with my NFT now and photography and work. So um, a lot to try and, trying to juggle with, but um, yeah. Yeah, no, and I, I know exactly what you mean. For the majority of my photos are taken with my smartphone because it's it's always with me these days. Yeah, oddly enough, with my smartphone, I actually hardly ever take pictures with it, which is quite, quite weird. But uh, um, I've got to have a camera, a full camera in my hand. And then I sort of get into that whole flow. And, you know, and then I just sort of like. Yeah, yeah and, and also with um, when you're yeah. outside shooting these animals, right, you kind of do have to make a lot of uh, images because you never know when uh, when the scene's going to end. Well, that yeah. Well, that's more so. You know, if this, if you know, sort of a lion's going to start chasing after impala or whatever the case is, you've got to be on the go and you just got to like burst those shoots. But um, my thing is more animal. I'm more into sort of like animal slash portrait photography. So you know, as my images start coming out and people see more of them, I like capturing the portrait with not much background. I like it very clear and crisp. Um, I like. It almost like when you look at it, it's, it's it's sort of talking to you. You're looking into its eyes. So I've got a different approach also when it comes to wildlife, not necessarily just action. Um, it's yeah, definitely the sort of the more portrait and uh, um, inspiring images, if I can use that terminology. Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, well, guys, do we have any more questions um, for the ghosts of Synesthesia? Please uh, request to speak and we'll get you guys answered. Also, any questions for Stargaze as we as we wrap up our space here? Maybe not. Um, do you guys uh, have any last words for us? Anything uh, you'd like to mention before we uh, leave everyone? Um, I've got something to say, probably. Um, I think it's just a general comment. I'm sure other people can also maybe resonate with it too. But, uh, you know, particularly with Stargaze, I mean, we're all going through this this heck of a long bear market. Um, and I must say it was like a, like a sort of like a blessing in disguise, just sort of figuring out NFTs, minting one. You know, I was one of those people that said, you know, it was it's just a picture, you know, before I even knew what was going on. But I must say throughout the whole bear market and and I tell you what, Stargaze has been absolutely just amazing because you're meeting all these fantastic community members, you're making loads of friends, interacting. No one on Stargaze, you know, yardy ever see mention of a price. So um, it's been an absolutely fantastic, in air quotes, yeah, distraction from, you know, just the sort of the quiet markets. And you never see people sort of bitching and moaning for the most part. So um, yeah, kudos to Stargaze. And they've got a very tight-knit community. So um, absolutely brilliant to be here.
Love it. Yeah, I'll I'll just close in uh, saying that I I completely agree with uh, Heisenberg on that. And thank you, Heisenberg. I I just want to say thank you for uh, you know your upkeep on on different projects, getting the word around. I think that you do a great job on all of that. Um, thank so you. you. You know, you're you're absolutely a uh, a value add to uh, to the community, 100. percent So keep it up, man. Um, but I just want to uh, give a, a general thanks to Stargaze. The team has just been incredible um, through my entire experience from, you know, starting out as just a collector to moving into uh, a, a creator and trying to, you know, voice my opinion. I, I've only been met with, you know, reception. Of course, I, I, there are going to be people that are not going to agree with your opinion, and that's fine. We can talk it out in a civil way. And I haven't seen, you know, some of the freakouts that other chains may have. There's a lot more drama. Stargaze is just that place where we can all come together, be friends. Even if we don't want to be friends, we can respect each other and do what's best for the chain and the community. And it's so great to be able to see that level of actual decentralization and seeing that the community really does have a voice and a say. Um, All of crypto likes to tout decentralization when as most of us who have been around for quite a while know, a lot of it is is smoke and mirrors. And uh, I've been involved in crypto for quite a while and and I've seen a lot of projects come and go and I've seen the scams I've been through bear market and you know it 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 has its moments in crypto but to find a place like Stargaze and Kujira um, you know between those two chains is just such a breath of refreshing air seeing developers and a teams that truly care and want to push it forward. They're actively developing constantly. Uh, They're always updating the community and they're giving the community a voice and a chance to really help improve the chain and not just go about doing whatever the, the hell they want and dumping relentless token upon token on the community and, and draining value instead of adding value. So I just want to say thank you to, to the Stargaze team and also to the community um, for just being so welcoming and supportive to everybody. And, and I think that it's up to all of us to make sure that we we continue on with that and we make stargaze the friendliest chain in all of crypto i i don't see anywhere else that that's quite like it so kudos to everyone that helps make that happen and uh and let's keep it up and thank you very much that was well said for for both you guys i appreciate the the kind words at stargaze uh, and I'd also like to, I guess, shout out to the, some of the folks who are here, Stardy, Serkin, uh, and Bonsai from Sunnyside, who help the projects launch every week. Uh, without them, uh, we wouldn't be here. So thanks, guys. Uh, and with that said, uh, everyone, have a great Freshman Friday tomorrow. Um, Heisenberg, Synesthesia, and Ghost Friends, thank you so much for coming on and having a great conversation with us. Um, Really, really a pleasure to to talk to you, Heisenberg, just see you everywhere all the time. Just such a massive uh, supporter and friend to everyone in the community and ghost friends um, loving these these pixel ghosts. So everyone, uh, thanks again for joining and uh, we'll see you next week. Have a great freshman Friday. Bye. Nice. I'm going to tell you something. When the world starts to get really bad and these mugs out here robbing, you going to love digital currency. All these motherfuckers, they be running and gunning And I'm all like, I'm sitting back just having fun in the sun And then I'm like, one out of a hundred I'm just building up on it to sum of everything We built her in the last hundred upsets You're getting salty, feeling faulty You ain't no man, I keep Robo here Grinning ear to ear, throwing up anarchy Smoking toiletries, spitting philosophies Look at the dossier, we rack like geography There's layers to this shit, like it's sedimentary All these little onion peels getting torn off and buried Imagine the smell, that shit is a vital experience Without knowing how you will not survive, period. Uh, he's a fucking trip, man. Jimmy, if you Jimmy, if you listen to this, right, you're getting absolutely fucking ripped to death, like on a spaceship of a life, you little troglodyte bastard. I hope you fucking listen, I hope you come to my house soon. I swear to God, man, I've got fucking loads of weapons on my dogs, man. You're just a little
off, man. Go on. Fuck off, man. Do one. Harmony. Near near the one. Do you looking for a fucking job? You fucking idiot. You've just been fucking at my best. Fuck off. Try to change the course of the portion philosophy I'm just here for the corporation sponsor lobotomy Feels like I won the lottery Like I'm ghosting this pottery Chill, Demi Boy, the shit's supposed to be haunting If it wasn't, ain't no puzzle You would try to train your muscle Air dropping like a fatal hustle But the pay is buzzing Think of all the loss of crew Just to pick up on the tricky custom I figured all those sub downs Would make up for something I guess it just goes to show The fuck do I know? At least it's quiet over here I like my little silo It's better than watching them fight over How to divide my time between Sitting at the desk and the ride home Devs at Mickey D's, they leeching off that Wi-Fi Zapdos and Mole, they shipping more than five guys Console open, waiting for the kamikaze When the flash phone bang, they feeling like paparazzi Snapshot motherfuckers We got layers, meteor, a jawbreaker We cracking a lot of craters We wrapping a lot of pay dirt Maxing out relayers Imagine the smell, five dollar wrench to your Darth Vader It's, it's really funny uh, to us at Binance That everyone here is talking about uh, blockchain attack. We know who all the validators are. We know, we know where, where they live. And we're, and we're going to their house. And we're going to a range. To their big range. And we will attack them with the range. And then we will take their validator home physically and put it in a truck and drive it to China. Right, so this is an extension of the, the activities you performed on, on BTC, right? Uh, funding and creating these massive uh, Bitcoin mines, putting them in caves, putting them in, in uh, factories that were abandoned in the past, and also using electromagnetic pulse bombs to detonate uh, the USA and the other country mines, right? So you're now applying this strategy to, to Lunk uh, in order to take over the chain, is that correct? Uh, it's more simple. There's no uh, EMP bomb. It's just a van of men in uh, Balaclava, and they have wrench, and they're taking the physical validators from people's houses. They are usually very fat and they're usually uh, in the shower with, you know, with trying to wash uh, their mice uh, droppings off their uh, clothes. So it's very simple. We just walk in and we take it. But if there is someone who is sitting at the computer or sleeping at the computer, we, uh, we hit them with the wrench really, really hard. And then they say, stop, don't do that again. And we say, that's okay. Just give us your validator note, and then they give it to us, and we drive it to China. Chamber spaces.